No Slave to the Mortgage Man Is He, by Walter Bound, first published in the Philadelphia Inquirer. As an English teacher, I recounter my frugality heroes every year. When Ben Franklin quotes Proverbs 22.7, the borrower is slave to the lender, in the way to wealth, I not only listen, I obey. But not many Americans do. It's the dream, of course, to buy Versailles on a corner lot with three-car garages, turrets, atriums, and cathedral ceilings. In contrast, my house has a twin on a postage lot, but my two daughters each have a bedroom and share a bathroom. With the recession warnings, I'm quite happy with my $700 and two mortgage. We bought our home in 1997 for $100,000, which has now doubled. Even the taxes of $4,000 per year seem modest, especially as we live in Mulligan Hill, where the average listing price is $470,000. When my wife Mary Jane and I were looking, the real estate agents in the bank said we were approved for much more, but we wanted a reasonable mortgage payment that would allow flexibility. Now we actually save money on my teacher's salary. My wife works part-time as a dietitian, but she has had the freedom to pursue a degree in fashion design. We also decided it was best for her to stay home when the girls were babies. We wouldn't have enjoyed this lifestyle if we both had to work long hours just to walk around a huge house for an hour before collapsing into bed. Society makes us feel as if we're obligated to purchase a mansion in order to be considered successful. Advertisers nurture gluttony. Chase what matters, chance one credit card company. But there's more to success than mere appearance of success. After coming home from a friend's party, my daughter Nancy, who's six, once asked if we were poor because of our house. Dad, my friend's guest bathroom is larger than our kitchen, chimed Madeline, 10. Are you jealous, Dad? Sometimes, I admitted. I would be lying if I didn't feel the pangs of house envy when I see spiral staircases, indoor pools, and two-story libraries. But then I realize I do not want my house or anything to crush me. I have so much more to do with my life, teach, write, travel, read, and love. And I reminded Madeline Nancy about the priest from Food for the Poor and his sermon about his missions in Jamaica. Genuine poverty. It's all about the context. We live better than kings to most people, I told them during dinner. And then I lectured them that we're actually rich, and not just because mom and dad aren't working all the time. Living below one's means will achieve greater wealth in the long term. Live on 50000 I told my girls, even if your income is 100000 Consider what 50000 a year, even invested modestly, can do over 30 years. It's simple economics. A great book for this is Rick Edelman's The Truth About Money. It's needed because basic economics is not a required course in most high schools, and the average consumer debt is $8,400, according to Edelman. To illustrate the need for simplicity, there's this great children's story called Henry Builds a Cabin by Donald B. Johnson. It's based on Henry David Thoreau's simple cabin in Concord, Mass. In the story, Henry's friends criticize him for not having enough room. But then Henry the Bear says, It's just what I need when it's raining. At my funeral... No one will mention that I was a fine man because of my house. I hope someone will say I was a fine man because of my home, and that will make a difference for years to come.